Only smart people get up early enough to listen to the Francine Marie Show. So thanks for listening, smarty pants. Oi, Billy! Oscar! Dave! Get up! Francine Marie Show's on! Good morning. Thanks for joining us. We got a new best friend this morning. It's Carolyn Cox. She is our director of operations at Families Forward Charlotte. Now, the local nonprofit organization was part of C20. I keep talking about C20. So in 2019, she had a part in that and was able to, she's going to tell us the whole story, but right now, good morning, Caroline. Hi, thank you for having me. Everybody kind of needs it in their life, a little mentor as an adult, because as an adult, you already know, you you get out of here, you had your turn, but no, we still need to improve on ourselves. Carrie Christian, um, and she founded our organization following the release of a study that came out of Harvard and UC Berkeley, which ranked Charlotte 50 out of 50 for upward mobility. And what that basically means is that if you are born living in poverty in Charlotte, you are likely going to continue living in poverty into your adult life. Um, so Carrie began, you know, working and meeting with local nonprofit leaders and social workers at the Title I elementary schools to kind of figure out what need they were seeing in the community that was um, contributing to this statistic. Um, and from that, she founded Families Forward Charlotte and our Family Success Program, which is our largest program. So we work with Charlotte Family Housing, Promise Resource Network, local women's shelter and crossroads over in Greer Heights. And so those organizations understand our program and the commitment and, and they will refer families to our staff if they think they're a good fit. And then our staff meets with those families to kind of go over the program in more detail and understand fully, you know, where these families are and what they want to work towards and whether or not we can assist um, and support them in those goals. And then we onboard the families. And then also on the other end, we're onboarding volunteers from the community who serve as our mentors. And they're, we call them family liaisons. Um, and then once both um, groups are onboarded, we partner them together. It's a one-on-one -on -one relationship and they work together for one to two years in that mentorship capacity, helping their family partner set and achieve goals um, towards stability. And some of those goals include finding housing, some include finding employment that pays a living wage or any employment. Some is finding childcare so families can work. Uh, it just really varies on families' individual needs. When you're in need, you realize how big the world is. Oh, yes. Yes. Because <laughs> you get lost in the sauce, and I'm glad that you pull families up. Do you work with individuals or always families? So the minimum requirement to be in our program is that they have a minor child living with them. So the family structure looks different for every family. We have a lot of single mothers. Um, we do have some single fathers, and we do have some dual parent families, as well as some kinship. So where it's an aunt or a grandmother um, taking care of those children. Right now, the Family Success Program, that's one of your largest programs. Yeah, absolutely. So since our founding, we have served 187 families in Charlotte. We currently have about 56 families active in our program. And in September, we will be bringing in a new cohort families to reach our goal of getting to 75 active families. So that also means in September, we will be bringing in new family liaisons to work with those families. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. We have an alumni program, um, and we kind of created this program to expand the support that we offer to families who have graduated from our family success program. Um, And it really serves as an opportunity for these families to continue to stay in touch with with each other. And we have a lot of alumni who have had really great, you know, we have some families who have been able to obtain full-time employment with benefits and move from, you know, being homeless and living at that poverty line to being a middle-class income bracket, you know, with this change in employment, and then they were able to find housing, really move their family into that level of stability. It's not everyone, you know, it's a two-year program, and that's not a pretty short amount of time to make that drastic of a difference, you know, but we are, the goal of our family success program and our alumni program is to give families these tools and resources that they can continue to use throughout their entire life as they you know, are setting goals for themselves and obtaining, you know, what stability looks like for their family. Especially working as a family liaison, I did it for two years prior to joining our staff. You really get a sense for close neighbors live and the struggles and systematic issues that make it really hard to leave poverty. And so for an example, to paint this picture, like we've had a family in our program who they were renting a room in a house and the house burned down right before they entered our program. And so they were homeless. And fortunately, they were connected with a local church who put them in a hotel, but that church couldn't sustain the cost of covering that hotel room for her family. You know, it's about, you know, anywhere from a thousand to $1,300 a month for a hotel room. And so they connected her with us and we helped, um, we brought her in our program, helped cover some of that cost, got her connected with a mentor. She had a car and was working, fortunately, during this time, but then got into a car accident and she totaled her car. And so because of that, she lost her employment because she didn't have transportation to get her job. And the hotel she was at um, wasn't on a close bus line and she couldn't get there. So now she's homeless all of a sudden without a car, without a job. And it happened so fast, you know, in the course of two to three months, you know, it just shows you like how quickly, you know, if you don't have savings built up or the support system to maybe catch you when you're about to fall through this, it's really easy to start to spiral. And so she had to find employment that was walking distance from the hotel that she was living in, which really limited her income um, opportunity because there were only so many job opportunities in that this uh, vicinity. So I think a lot of what especially you learn as a liaison is kind of understanding how, you know, small circumstances can really impact a family's um, stability and capability to move out of poverty. When you do fall, because you will fall as an adult, maybe you are your own safety net. I know many of us are. Yeah. The only requirement to get into our program is having a minor child living with you by having basically no other minimum requirements to enter our program. You know, we fill a lot of gaps for families that don't qualify for services from other organizations. And that liaison is there to support and be a cheerleader and help provide guidance and 
you know, help catch families as they fall and, you know, work through this happen. How are we going to handle this? How are we going to address it? What steps do we need to complete um, to overcome this obstacle? When it comes to a call to action, right now, listeners can go, okay, we got a problem. They got a problem. Let me see how I can help. Because some volunteers may do this, but then some volunteers are good at that. Absolutely. For our call to action, you know, we are actively recruiting volunteers from the community to serve as our family liaisons and join our program um, in this next cohort coming in in September. So there's no minimum skill set. Anyone can be a liaison. We do provide training. It's an eight-hour training, and it's a one-year commitment for these volunteers to work with their family partner. It's about six hours a month. Um, which includes one face-to-face meeting and then weekly touch bases in between. And they're working on goal setting with them. And it's a really, really impactful opportunity and way to get involved. And then outside of that, you know, we have some board member opportunities available as well. If somebody maybe is looking for that leadership role um, and to get involved and get their feet wet with a nonprofit, we do have the board member and as well as some um, board committee opportunities as well done a couple of segments about SNAP, right? Mm-hmm. So after the pandemic, SNAP was like, we don't want, we don't want to do that anymore. The supplemental, right? You would mm-hmm. give people extra money. So they could buy extra food during hard times and they took it away. Yeah. Yeah. In um, March, families lost that extra SNAP income. And with rising food prices, it, it was a hit for a lot of our families. And we saw a huge uptick in the financial support that we provide to families. So we allocate about $1,000 a year per family um, that they can request for any emergency needs that come up, whether it's rent, utilities, car repairs, emergency food assistance, childcare costs. But that emergency food assistance, we definitely saw an uptick in that just with the decrease in SNAP benefits and the food prices where they're at. Did the pandemic kind of put a bump in, in the road for you guys or you just sailed on? Luckily, as an organization, we were able to make it through the pandemic. I came on as a first staff person in the middle of the pandemic. It was like May 2020. And we were able to maintain our fundraising and continue to serve more families in the community, which was so great. But for the families we were serving, it was a huge impact. We had, when the pandemic hit, we had 26 families that we were currently serving in the program and 23 of them either lost employment due to their company they were at closing or because they lost their childcare and they had to be home with their kids. And so it was a huge setback for a lot of our families. And, you know, it took a while for them to bounce back from that. And they're still working towards that. You guys are boots on the ground, literally. (laughs) You can't ignore the families, right? Do you depend on more so volunteers to make this whole engine run? Or do we have any politicians, any lobbyists, any... Anybody who can make a law, anybody who could change a law, anybody who can increase a SNAP benefit. You got friends like that. I know. Uh, We wish. So we are not currently in the policy business right now. It is not something we are opposed to, you know, maybe looking into getting involved in. But right now we are really boots on the ground, working frontline with the families and our community. We heavily rely on those volunteers. We can only serve as many families as we have family liaison volunteers. And so our goal for this year is to serve 75 families consistently. So at some point during the year, we have families graduate um, and we want to backfill. And as families graduate, 
bring in more families to maintain that 75. And then next year, our goal is to serve 100. We need volunteers in the community to help work with these families and join us. You know, there's some smart 18 to 25-year-olds out there, right? Is there an age limit on who can mentor, who can volunteer? There's not. I mean, I was probably 25 when I did it. Single mother that I worked with was, I mean, she was older than I was, um, but we had a great relationship. And some of it's just kind of being that support system and being there to check in. I don't have a background in finance. So, you know, I don't have to know the ins and outs of budgeting and credit elimination, things like that. And our staff is there to help our liaisons as well. Um, So, you know, if you're a college graduate and you're wanting to get involved, you know, reach out and definitely find out more. We are hosting Zoom meetings over the next like two months and it's 30 minute quick informational Zoom meetings. And you can find our email address or if you are on our website, there's a button that says volunteer and you can reach out and just say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about this opportunity. And we will send you the Zoom information to join our informational sessions. Got it. And we could definitely go to familiesforwardcharlotte.org, familiesforwardcharlotte.org. I want to thank Carrie, Christian, I want to thank Kristen for introducing us and you, my fabulous one, Carolyn Cox, Director of Operations over there. What's a fun fact about you? Like, what do you brag about at dinner parties? My fun fact that I always give out was that my very first job, I was the mouse at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, that's always my go-to fun fact about myself. Someone's got to do it. Keep us up to date on what's going on. It's familiesforwardcharlotte.org. Volunteer, check in, see what's happening, and possibly see if we qualify. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Francine Marie Show. We're taking a break. So before you can wipe your bum, we'll be right back. This is my jam and jelly, y'all, on the Francine Marie Show. Spread that show out, girl. Spread it out. Please, please do not harm us. We have come to your planet for one thing. The Francine Marie Show. It's the only content we can digest.